Hi, I'm Patrick Hollick, and you're listening or watching The Love Show. Today, my guest is the great Amy Osborne, very private Amy Osborne, so I'm happy. Hi. Thank you. How I'm is, happy to join you on a chat. How is your uh, bunker? How is uh, my bunker? your mask um, life? My mask life is pretty good. I really have no complaints. Um, intermittent moments of an array of emotions, but otherwise life's pretty good. What about mm. you? Good. I have like a ritual. Like I want to know what yours is. Mine is like get up way too early for some reason lately. Oh my God. I'm doing, Everyone. I literally wake up at 6am. I yeah. love it when the world is functioning and normal. I can't drag my ass out of bed for anything yet. When the world stops, I'm like, boing. Yeah. <laughs> What is right. it? I don't know what it is. Doesn't know. matter if I go to bed at midnight or eight o'clock or whatever. It's I get up at thing. like five fifty-one or well, the other day yes. it was four forty-four. So then I go on like a ten-mile uh, walk. That's my shit. I keep walking around. That's my weird. Uh, well, I do. Builder. I do five miles a day mm -hmm. to keep my head clear and to feel like I'm actually doing something positive. I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's weird. I feel like a lot of people are kind of creating these little schedules and rituals for their sanity during this time, so. Yeah, I don't know what else, you know. I think the only thing we can do is, like, immune stuff. Like, I'm eating better, and I'm walking more, and I'm doing, like, yeah. jail sit-ups and, and push-ups and all that jail kind of stuff. Jail workouts <laughs> or resistance training, you know? Or, like, rehab chores. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about your incident. You had to get an appendectomy or what did you have to do you had yeah, to go to the I had one of those by the way yeah I mean it was really I mean it was you know pretty standard but it was just the timing that made it a little bit more stressful mm -hmm. I just I hadn't been feeling very well pretty much since October I think and I just kept getting sick and I went to the emergency room a couple of times and they're like oh you got a cold or this or that but I just I don't know I just kept feeling worse and worse and then one evening I was in so much pain and I called my doctor and she said, you know, well, maybe let's just see how you do tomorrow. But I have a hunch that you probably need your appendix out. And I was like, oh, not now. It sucks. So I woke up the next day in worse pain. And within, I think, two hours of going to the emergency room um, of where I witnessed a very unfortunate young man getting intubated, which was scary. Uh, mm -hmm. I was in surgery. So I ended up staying there for a couple of days and, you know, it was really um, scary in the sense that it was just eerie at the hospital. Like it was surprisingly quite quiet. There were people in there that obviously, unfortunately got COVID, but it was just kind of eerie. It felt like a Stanley Kubrick film or something. Um, and I was definitely happy to leave, but you know, the hospital uh, was so lovely. Everyone was just beyond sweet. And, you know, so I really have nothing to complain about. It was scary, though, to see all that, that you were kind of when it was all jumping off, right? Yes. And, you know, the I was speaking to the emergency room doctor and he said, well, you know, as long as you wear a mask and you go out, you know, you should be OK. Um, and that was kind of before everyone kind of was jumping on the mask train. So are you um, are you mask in your car or not? No. Yeah, what is I the mean, mask in the I car thing? I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty funny, though. But I guess, you know, people are freaked out and they don't know what the hell to do. So I get it. But I don't really see the logic behind, unless it's like a, 
fashion statement? I don't know. No, I, I think it's just some freaked out stuff. I went to a little barbecue at a friend's the other day, and only one person, she was sitting across the pool just, like, gesturing no one go near her. And I was like, do you watch CNN? And that didn't work well. That made her mad. <laughs> She's like, yeah, but, you know, they said 70% chance if I stay like this. So she stayed across the pool at the barbecue. We were all 10 to 20 feet away anyway, but she was, like, extra. Yeah, I have a friend who's um, extra, extra right now. God Mm -hmm. bless her. She's definitely uh, more of an OCD-tended person, and this has definitely kicked her off on a whole new level. But, you know, it sucks because I feel like a lot of people are suffering that didn't get COVID because it's triggered depression, anxiety, even more OCD. So, you know, it, the virus has kind of into like unintendedly taken out a lot of people that have these issues. So, yeah, no, I feel bad for them too. And I don't know what the toll is going to be, you know, and what it's like going forward. Cause I feel like there's a lot of that, you know, mm. I had, looked at articles that were like people that were going to the weed supply had no problem and people that were doing chemo were having problems getting things it's all messed up you know what I mean it's pretty messed up yeah yeah so I don't um, think we'll actually know the effects of this for at least a couple years so yeah best case scenario I mean I feel like there's a death to the world we knew just a few weeks back oh 100 percent and the ones that are like, when's it back? You're like, it's never going to be back in that capacity. I don't think that we once knew. I remember having a dinner and laughing with friends and just like kind of same old shit the two days before. And then I remember a guy coming up to me going, 72 hours. I'm like, what? He's like, handle all your stuff in 72 hours. We'll be like China. We'll be locked up. And I'm like, not here. And, you know, he had it right. Yeah. And then uh, there are are people that are saying, yeah, they'll loosen it up and then by fall and winter we'll be locked down again because apparently supposedly come back. And I'm just like, okay, I give up. I just I don't even know what to believe, but I hope not. That would really suck. How are you taking the time? Are you doing anything different or same or? Um, Yeah, lots of writing, Mm -hmm. um, reading a bit, walking. Trying to keep in touch with friends that I know are more isolated than others. I think it's super important to be really generous with yourself where you can with people. Because I think a lot of people are probably struggling more than they let on. And so I've really been trying to be a good friend Um, Mm -hmm. and trying to cook more. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I just made my first piece of baked salmon last night. I was always (laughs) terrified of fish. Fish and chicken freak me out steaks were easy but I was at this uh at that Erewhon in Venice and my friend's like oh you can make this better than than the the one you're eating it's about this much heat this kind of seasoning and then that and I was like okay so I tried it last night and it was actually better oh you well know? look at you but I didn't know what a pound of salmon looks like a pound's like uh you know 10 orders at Erewhon so I ordered a pound thinking that was wow. the smallest amount but it was a lot you yeah, know yeah a pound of salmon <laughs> so we'll just throw it learning. over the wall to the neighbor I'm sure they'd love it yeah I'm gonna make salmon for everyone tonight because so, <laughs> they said I have two days before I have to get rid of it have you been yeah. uh playing with music or are you at with music yeah yeah um I did a social distancing video shoot the other night which was actually really fun and so easy and so relaxed I was kind of like I wish all video shoots could be like this but um what was it like tell me 
well, it was just, I think it was six people. Okay. Um, everyone was masked and, you know, everyone stayed far away from each other. I mean, mm. it, it created kind of a interesting challenge as far as, you know, how to execute it well with the current circumstances. Um, but everyone was, I think, just really happy to be doing something um, besides quarantining mm-hmm. um and everyone was super careful and we filmed it in a little church in venice and it was just super mellow and fun and it kind of like re-energized me and inspired me and reminded me that hopefully this isn't forever and there's you know life to go back to after this yes i think there is i just think we have to we have to trudge on and figure it out is this for uh, a song or a record you're working on where are you at um, yeah, I finished a record. I finished it a while ago. Okay. Um, and there were a bunch of unfortunate circumstances which had delayed it. But, you know, it was supposed to be all ready to go in January. And then another delay yeah. called Corona hit. Yeah, big one. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess we, the record company and my management, we just kind of all got together and had to change, you know, plan and the direction of promotion and you know there's obviously not going to be live shows for a while so we're just trying to kind of figure out the best way to connect everyone with the music yeah it's time. new rules it's kind of interesting because there's like the captive audience you can never have and then the not being allowed to be around people it's such a curmudgeon right it is it is but you know <laughs> i do believe obviously that will not be forever but mm-hmm. in the meantime it's you know it's kind of like the video shoot it's kind of fun to have to rethink things and get creative and you know so i'm trying to look at it positively yeah how many songs is on this record uh 11 11 um but i wouldn't i mean i'm not going to release them all at once it will be like intermittent releases um because i think nowadays unless you're super established you know people don't necessarily have the focus to sit there with a whole body of work which you know is good in some ways and also kind of sad in others. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I just basically want to put stuff out that I hope people resonate with and just keep making more. What's the comparison compared to, has it, have you changed your style since your last record? Are you, is it similar? I mean, you know, it's similar. It's definitely moody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, but I worked with some really great people and, um, yeah, I mean, there's a couple of tracks that I kind of unexpected a little bit. And I was like, where did that come from? But um, I'm also really looking forward to making a new body of work because, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like as a creative, you know, day to day, you get different inspirations and ideas. And I love to collaborate with people. And um, I like to do that in the presence of those people because it's a very kind of tactile thing creatively you know you want to be able to kind of feel someone's energy and stuff so it's been a little tricky trying to do that through the phone Mm -hmm. and um zoom and whatnot but you know it can still be done i just really definitely miss that studio environment and being with people that i love to work with so i'm really looking forward to that coming back is studio dangerous or is that to me in my mind it's a distance thing and it's like the isolation that this world is now on all of us it seems to me that music could have that freedom i don't know yeah i mean you know i guess it's a distance thing in the sense that i mean some people are more uh concerned than others about jumping into anything 
in too much of an intimate setting right yeah. now. So, you know, you have to kind of respect people's boundaries. You can't force anyone to kind of do what you want to do because you feel like it's okay. So, you know, it's all about just kind of figuring out where people are comfortable and just getting it done. So Yeah, thank God someone told me early on, uh, a good friend of mine said, it's not about how uh, your level of safety, it's about the other person's. And I was like, right. oh, because I was like, what's going on? You know, I was just like in my own little zone. So she was yeah. like, don't, you know, let other people figure it out. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, I'm been... really um, not into the the shaming that's going on too. That's kind of the negative aspect of all of this. There seems to be a lot of that going on as far as people kind of, you know, I went out the other day and, you know, walked by these two people yelling at each other about, you know, your mask isn't on properly and this, that. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake, like, no one needs that right now. <laughs> Yeah, I got a big one the other day. We were on a bike trail, and these people acted kind of weird. It's it's a strange vibe. Like I was at up at the store uh, up on Mulholland the other day, and this little kid glared at me like I was the the bad guy. I was like a hundred feet away. It was just like I think everyone's looking at people in different ways. It's weird, you know. But mm -hmm. it's what it is. Are you? Uh, yep. When are you planning on dropping the video? Do you have a plan, or are you just um, going with how you could get it done? june at the end of june hopefully mm -hmm. um everything's pretty much lined up so hopefully there will be no more unforeseen circumstances which create another delay which i doubt that will happen yeah um and yeah just excited to do that from afar <laughs> mm -hmm. have you traveled or have you been staying in los angeles or what it what's um, your, have you been out since uh, this happened I mean, I would love to travel right now because I feel totally stuck like everyone else. Um, I really miss New York, mm -hmm. miss Europe. I mean, you know, usually around this time of year is when people like to kind of hop around anyway. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, no, I haven't done any traveling. I definitely think I will once we're allowed to when it's safe. I have my dad's 90th birthday in Nebraska oh my gosh. next week, and I'm going on a train in a car. I've never done it before, where I got my own little car. Oh, my car. gosh. How and long does that take? It takes 16 hours, which isn't that bad, because the flight's five and a half with changes and having to go places, because Nebraska's just not, like, on the, you know, the easy. So right, I just right, figured, right. like, uh, it's all introspective time for me anyway. And yeah. I'm in no rush, and I've never done it. And I thought the travel would be wouldn't be stressful because I like to read and and you know do stuff anyway. So I'm just gonna give it a yeah. shot. It might be a big mistake. It might not. I don't know. I just have to. There's no missing a ninetieth. Seriously, know? I mean that's major. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so happy much. birthday to your dad. Yeah, it's cool. What are you getting into today? Well, um, nothing too interesting. Um, writing a bit. Anyone stays with that interesting right now. <laughs> yeah, not really. Just a, a bit of writing. Um, I wanted to maybe do go this. for a walk. Yeah, I wanted to do the show on like start a new podcast where it's like, what are you not doing today? And I'll be like, well, I'm not. And <laughs> everything I'm not doing today. You know? Right. Because that's the way it is. Yeah, it's a crazy time. Your hair looks Almost lighter. Oh, it does? It's yeah. probably just the lights above. Okay. It looks blondish. Yeah, definitely the light. It's your light. Definitely not a blonde. <laughs> what were you going to say? I interrupted you. 
Oh, I was going to say, oh, no, what was I going to say? I don't even remember. Now, that's another thing I feel like I'm suffering from is like quarantine brain. I'm just mm. a bit like, a bit out of it. Yeah, no, it's like loopy. It's all, it mm. all kind of feels like a dream. And I remember waking up like six or seven days in going, I had this weird feeling that like we were out, weren't allowed outside right now. And you're like, no, that wasn't, you know, it's, it's surreal days. It yeah. does, like those first few seconds when you wake up and you're kind of like, wait, what's weird? You know, like, oh, yeah, the world basically ended. That, that's what's odd. <laughs> Have you been at all evaluating the way your relationships, like people that you've known a while or even recently, how they're reacting or like who's in your life, who's not in your life? I've been playing a game like yes. that. I don't know if it's my age, but I've been doing yeah. the who's who do you want in a battle and who's just kind of distance and who didn't you need anyway? <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely, I think to a degree, I think initially everyone was kind of in the zone of, oh, well, if that person hasn't reached out to me, like how dare they, the world's ending, they don't care, blah, blah, blah. But I think honestly, it seems like everyone's doing the best they can. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really easy when you're bored and feeling vulnerable to kind of, you know, overanalyze what someone is or isn't doing so I've been trying not to do that but you know it's yeah. definitely if anything it's made me kind of evaluate what really is important to me and what I want and what I really want to work towards afterwards it's kind of been like a major time out for everyone so mm -hmm. do you feel in this I, I agree with you it's better said that it's more of an internal uh processing not about the external or others it's about right where am I in my relationships with people what am I contributing to you know society what it's like a big evaluation and I guess oh, people sure. come in and out of that as far as relationships but yeah yeah I mean as I said earlier I've just been trying to do what I can do as far as keeping in touch with the people that you know I kind of feel like need an extra check-in every mm -hmm, now and then and mm -hmm. you know I think I think that's important and um you know I've got a really great solid group of friends that you know I have a blast with just chatting about absolute nonsense most days yeah, so. yeah I do that too <laughs> did you go on a binge yeah. of watching stuff or you don't do that um yeah I did I loved Normal People. God, that was so I haven't good. seen it. Oh, I mean, it's so fantastic. I mean, I haven't seen writing and acting like that. That was so moving and just so authentic and just Where is it? beautifully Where did... betrayed. It's Irish. It's What network? You know... Oh, Hulu, I think. Yeah, Hulu. Okay. Um, I, I can't say enough good things about it. I started watching Miss America. I'm like two in on Hulu. Really? That's their big exclusive. I don't know what that is. The Gloria Steinem and this woman, uh, what's her name? Kate Beckinsale plays this right winger that kind of destroyed the the woman's movement. Um, oh. Yeah, I just started it. I don't know. I watched Epstein last night. It was yeah, depressing. so did I. Just dark, I was like, dark, I, darker. Oh, my God. Yeah. I just, I can't no. even wrap my mind around that level of absolute mm -hmm. disgraceful human being it yeah. was just unbelievable to me it was it's but also it's this new thing where they're paying per minute and time so they're making documentaries that are hour and a half like three days long to get an extra dollar from netflix so i'm kind of tired of the new format of extension where it's yeah. just like you know we get it like you know it's i get it yeah. you're stretching what about acting yeah. in you do you ever think about jumping back into it or how do you um, feel about you, it 
you know, when I started doing that when I was really young, How I old wasn't able. How old were you when you like, did your first piece? I was like maybe 17 or 18, but I had done theater and, you know, I was a dancer growing up. So I used to, you know, kind of be enmeshed in all of that whole world. And I think when I was that young, there was something about the industry and the environment and the people that at the time I couldn't articulate what just didn't feel right about it, why I was so uncomfortable. And then I think when the whole Me Too movement came out, I was like, ah, that's what it was. They're mostly fucking creeps. And especially, you know, I'm very uncomfortable um, with the nepotistic kind of weirdness that I feel like I've really tried to avoid. And that was just... I'd have to say you've more than avoided it. You've been a very private, (laughs) no, you're like one of the most private people I know. And I'm really happy that you even came on this because you're very private and you're very exclusive and you've always been, which is is your character and what I've admired about you. You know, you're, you have a great point of view of it. You know, I think very similar to myself and you remind me of uh, the way I view it about the pandering and the narcissism and the bullshit. It's yeah, just, it, yeah. It's, thick. it's it's really, honestly, it just. I don't know. I feel sick to my stomach mm-hmm. even thinking about it. To be honest, it's just so uncomfortable for me and just the kind of life that I want. And so, yeah. Um, I always like your also, zinger one-liners. I wish I could just produce all of them right now, but you've always had um, an ability. <laughs> To look at something in the distance and define it in three words or less, you're a power force that way. I always like. I that. think it's. It, I think it's like a a Virgo thing or something. I don't know. My mother had it. She would say this shit like, "I would be doing this thing," and she'd be like, "Why go to school when you know more than the teachers?" And you'd be like, "What?" You know, she always had these one like sayings. You know, it's just oh yeah, funny. yeah, yeah. But yeah. very observant. So maybe you get into it if it's the right situation I mean maybe and I Mm -hmm. think for me too because creatively and artistically I'm definitely controlling in the sense that nothing's ever good enough and I just want to keep perfecting it and I definitely struggle with that a little bit but also as an actor you're essentially at the mercy of so many other people and then to really trust those people and initially you can and you can think that it's going to turn out one way and it turns out to be something that literally you wish you could rip your face off and get a new one because you're so mm-hmm. mortified to even be associated with it. Mm-hmm. So that's a bit of a struggle. But, you know, I think there are some incredible directors and writers and cinematographers out there. And It is you know, about there is... lining up miracles, though, to get yes. the piece that you want. Yes, and it is really hard. But it's funny you mentioned that because when I was filming the video the other day, I was like, I forgot how much I actually really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, then that's a music video. And, you know, I obviously have a lot of input about the aesthetics and the storyline and the message and all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, but as far as like just getting back out there just to do something and like, you know, dive right in and just, no, it would have to be something really specific um, and something that I feel would be really authentic to what I would want to be attached to. And, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe that's picky. Maybe that means I'm not really meant to do that because I'm not a team player in that way. I don't know. But <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll direct, write and be in your own thing. Yes. That's, that's fine. I'm definitely too. interested in that too. Yeah. So 
Are you? Do you think like this this moment might be a cleansing for some of all the the maybe the negative and how loud it was socially and I I have a feeling that this might turn down the the bad and turn up the good. I don't know. Maybe well, I'm just I, trying know, to be optimistic. I, said, I think it's like a big timeout for everyone because I think whatever you want to call it, the universe, energy, mother nature, mm-hmm. whatever. You know, I think we've all been so badly behaved and entitled. And everyone is guilty of it in some aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's it was kind of bound to happen in some form. I'm in two minds. I kind of feel like everyone is going to go buck wild when, you know, the door opens and everyone's going to go out there and, you know, get shit faced and bang each other and yeah. just go crazy like Mardi Gras. Or yeah. I think people might be a bit like, you know what? I need to do better. I need to be better. Mm-hmm. And the way I was before isn't working now during this current climate. I don't know. I think maybe it's one of those things where people will either do one or the other. Yeah. So. I feel like it's like those uh, earthquakes. If you remember earthquakes, people were nice for three days and then went right back yes. to themselves. Yes. You know, yes. it used to be but at you know Starbucks. Really They'd be like, how are you? How's your family? You're like, you never asked me that before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so true. It's kind of like the same after 9-11. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember that much about that time, but I definitely remember people you know, actually looked at you in the eye and smiled for, for a little while afterwards. No, and I definitely. kind of feel that now a little bit, but um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I hope people as a whole are a little bit more considerate and well-behaved, but you know. You never know, right? Yeah. Well, I don't want to keep know. you. I just, you know, thanks for coming. And um, what was I going to say? I got to find out when you record, when the when the single, the video drops. Yes. So I can get behind it. Yeah, I will send you all of the information. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Good for you. Thank you. Yeah, keep going and making Thank stuff. you. We'll have the best time at your dad's rager. Yes, and I want to see your mask in the world soon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to order a really very cool mask for the next time I run into you. Okay. <laughs> all right, love you. I'll let you be on your Bye. day. You know, good luck with everything and stay Thank safe. Thank you. All right. Bye, Patrick. Bye.